Hi everybody, it's George DeLeo. Today we're going to talk about Radiohead's seventh studio album, the 2007 release, In Rainbows. What's up everybody? That uh, that intro is, uh, I'm already way too mellow. I, I want to have if sex. I, yeah, if I could make sweet, sweet love uh, uh, with my hand. So this Nude. this pod this uh, episode is gonna be Charlie and I gushing yes. over Radiohead. Everybody in Radiohead, um, we'll have all five of their dicks inside of our mouths. So, uh, <laughs> even we, Nigel's. Even Nigel's. I was gonna say the sixth, but you know, Nigel's the producer. Just Nigel, so. yeah, also produced uh, Beck's albums. Um, so yeah, today we're we're doing in rainbows uh, again. Released in two thousand seven, is their seventh album. Seventh album. That's you know for a band career. That's 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 a lot of bands don't get to make five. Oh no, three. And, and and a lot of bands won't even make one good album. Let's 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 admit that it's hard to make a good song. <laughs> yeah. Okay. First thing. Go back to that. Yeah. One good song. In the in the grand scheme of things pretty tough but everyone deserves one good song a good album that, i mean that's already you're already in an upper echelon yeah what you mean one good album one good album. yeah, yeah. you're you're in the one percenters mm-hmm. uh, of know? people who have made music bernie sanders would tax you more would tax you more yeah. yeah radiohead's gonna be severely taxed bernie sanders gets into presence and then <laughs> and then you write you know consistently and then the, here we go gushing over the album some people probably really hate radiohead but um for their seventh album, and I almost look at it as like a um, Pink Floyd, where they wrote some of their biggest, best albums that deep in too, as well. And when you think, you know, you're you're thinking of guys in their thirties that got kids now. You mm-hmm. think they're gonna uh, tame it down, whatever that means, or not be as inspired. They're oh, rich enough. Own it in, or yeah. or, or just kind of play ball, not play ball, just. Phone it in. Yeah, and hey, for let's release another album. Exactly for a band that's been, you know, they're they're they've done kind of what the Beatles did or other great bands where they just completely shifted their sound from album to album. Um, you didn't know what to expect in two thousand six seven when uh, this album was going to come out. So on this album, they uh, they took a break from the the album before was Hail to the Thief. Mm-hmm. Definitely like a. Uh, Pissed off political album. I mean, yeah, George thief. Bush, nine eleven. Yeah, n- not happy with the current state of affairs. Um, and I, I, I mean, I really like that album. It's long. Yeah, it's it, especially it, with the extra tracks that you that you have on there. Is there extra ones on there? Yeah, I think so. Uh, maybe maybe not right. like I'm thinking like the remixes and stuff. Okay, like that, but yeah, they they Radiohead will, will release other people's remixes for for their songs and, and the thing that for their albums. and the thing about Hail the Thief is they started bringing guitars a little more back to the forefront. You know, there's there's all the you got the people that will only like the Benz and uh, OK Computer. They just want the rock tunes, dude. They don't want the weird electronic stuff. Mm-hmm. Hail the Thief started coming back, and then we get into this album where it's just. Uh, it's everything. It's it's everything exactly. Yeah. You got you got the amazing, beautiful uh, guitar stuff. You got st- the sonata strings in the background. You got the uh, synthesizers. You yeah. got your your arpeggiators and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, this I mean this album for me is 
I, I would definitely say is my favorite album of all time mm. uh, and is from top to bottom not even counting the the second disc that's not officially rip, uh, in rainbows yeah um, is a masterpiece top to bottom yeah so they did have uh, I guess eight extra songs there's a couple of uh, instrumentals but on on in rainbows one we'll call it it's ten songs and then they had these extra eight that they didn't put on you know the vinyl but if you bought the vinyl you bought the album there was an extra eight songs that you buy that side too. Mm-hmm. We're not really going to get into those. No, I mean, we, there's quickly. And even on that one, there's uh, it, the way uh, in rainbows one <laughs> ends is with videotape and it is kind of a perfect ending to the album. Yeah. But even on the uh, in rainbows two, you have last flowers, Such uh, a good song. bangers and mash. Uh, Down is the new up. Yeah, exactly. So you have all those. I mean, yeah, go slowly. All those songs. It's like okay, well, that they could have made that another album if they yeah, wanted to. Yeah, it could have went white and album. Or instead, they're just songs that like, oh, I, I didn't even know these songs existed. Yeah, and and they even said in interviews they they thought that Hail of the Thief was a little a little long, um, and they wanted to make a nice, concise, tight. You can listen to it and not feel like you're, you know, I don't have time for this. It's I think it's like forty minutes. To see on the side yeah, there. Yeah, forty-two. Forty-two minutes, perfect amount of time for a record. Um, Nothing goes too. What, there's no too long. Some, you know, we did Neil Young's uh, um, record before, and he has seven minute songs. That's that's fine. It, it yeah. fits. But for them, for Radiohead, this is a nice tight album. Um, it it goes in a lot of different places. As George said, um, uh, the string arrangements that Johnny Greenwood did for this are beautiful and and, and epic. And I I think a lot of that came from during this downtime between Hail to the Thief and this album. They had. Tom York came out with the Eraser mm-hmm. solo album, and that's more just like like electronic. That that, that Tom spectrum. York taking his like Aphex Twin uh, yep. influences and just doing what he wanted, and also the precursor to Adams for Peace. Exactly. So he went he went that direction, and Johnny Greenwood had some downtime and did soundtracks for movies. Mm-hmm. He did Body Song. I actually used to listen to that a lot. Um, there and, will be blood, and there there will be blood. So he got into the soundtrack uh, aspect of it, and I think you hear both of those albums kind of oh, absolutely making love yes. to each other in this absolutely. one. Absolutely, um, and 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 Radiohead from top to bottom, uh, every single from Tom York to to Ed O'Brien to every Philip Selway, everybody in this band is an absolute master at what they do not even like john okay johnny yeah he's considered one of the best guitarists of whatever yeah and radiohead's one of the few bands on on rolling stones lists of that has two guitarists in the top 500 yeah whatever that whatever that means um but john, not only is johnny a monster guitar player again you can do the strings yeah uh all these guys are are jack of all trades master of all and and they <laughs> and they for for this type of music they pull it off live which i still don't understand this sounds like all recording studio kind of stuff but you see them live and they pull off these sounds if you if you listen to this album uh and you like it go check out their uh in from the basement mm. thing it's to me one of the best live performances yeah. ever where it, in between songs they're kind of just fucking around and Tom's kind of joking around and then they just f- fall into the songs Killing. and it's like they recorded it. The, I mean, obviously, like the master recordings for it were top notch and all the mics, they, whatever. But as far as live performances, 
it's it's amazing. It really is, and I think you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. So check that out. It's it's so close to the album, but not. It's still got that live feel to it and experiment, mm-hmm. but it's it's pretty amazing that they can pull off those sounds. And then him singing like that, killing it. His uh, his sad will, sad will voice. Yeah, and he actually <laughs> um, we'll we'll get into when we we go into the specifics of songs, but he. They, they pulled out some songs that they've had for a while that he didn't want to, uh, or he's been floating around. He didn't want to sing because he was insecure of his singing. And Nude, um, the uh, song we came in with, yeah. was a song that they had like six, five or six years before yep. they actually put it on, on yeah. Rainbows. Yeah, we'll get into the kind of history of that exactly. So they had some they had some old songs that they were digging around, weren't really comfortable, but it's not like this was an album that was just made from leftovers and they Scratch. didn't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of this is new. Um so they started recording in 2005 mm-hmm. uh, with this guy Spike Stent. They wanted to. They've been working with Nigel Goodrich uh, since ni- since the Benz, and you know he's considered he's a superstar producer. He's up you, there with Brendan O'Brien. You Wikipedia him, and yeah. you'll back see the amount of albums, yeah. or it, just the the caliber levels. Yeah, of and, albums he's done. and it like you know you got Steve Albini who does like the really raw kind of sound production. Brendan O'Brien, who was really big in like the alternative, uh, you know, the grunge kind of albums, he's really good at the hard rock, and it seems like Nigel's just really good at pretty, the prettier side of music, mm-hmm. the strings, mm-hmm. um, you know, he doesn't backseat change, and just that kind of that aspect of uh, his producing, and whatever it is, uh, they really like they like his input because they tried to have Spike Stent produce the album or they started doing some demos and for whatever reason it was not working out they said let's just take a break from this and we'll get nigel back into to, into the picture um and and at this time too a couple of the interviews i was reading they were actually thinking about breaking up yeah they felt frustrated felt like it wasn't going anywhere. they were just going into the and if you've ever been in a band or whatever you just you forget it's just a couple dudes or get girls or whatever just sitting there and there's nothing that you have to create something out of nothing and if you're at that caliber, it's got to be frustrating when you feel like no one's uh, really picking up the, you know, pushing it forward. Mm-hmm. Every song kind of sounds stale. And, and and Radiohead being a band that absolutely every single, almost every single move they make is a, pu- a push forward. They they really don't take steps back or even steps to the side. They they, they don't make lateral moves. Everything no. they do is go forward. I mean, just the release of this album definitely set a precedent for, like stuff that you know louis ck gets credit for or these and so like these comics of kind of pay what you want yeah uh make it yourself kind of you know pay what you want thing and this and radiohead was the first major label uh, major label act exactly to put out uh pay as you pay whatever you you want yeah and i remember when it came out i was they they gave me that option and me being in high school i had no money and didn't even have a debit card. I borrowed my. I was like, "Hey, Dad, just give me your credit card. Here's five bucks. I'm gonna like give five bucks to, to this thing." Since then, I bought the the vinyl three times. Yeah, we <laughs> both own the vinyl. Two copies. Yeah, and um, and I've listened to this album like easily five hundred times. Yeah, I I tried doing the math once, and I five like five hundred times. That's. I mean, it's been out since 2007, so it's it's nine years at this point. So if you don't have opinions on this, you're an ass. Oh, I know. If you just yeah. sit there and be like, ah, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. It's a good one. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, same thing. I, I'm trying to think. 2006, I was um, living in an apartment with a buddy of mine, and this album came out, and I <laughs> somehow we would just play uh, Tiger Woods Golf 
It must have been <laughs> 2006. And this album, you could play, you know, you can play music on Xbox uh, or whatever system you have. And we would just play this album while we played Tiger Woods Golf. A little yeah. Smoke Smoke and, you know, just kind of, I think we played Nas's Illmatic too. Those were the two albums. Weird. Totally not Did at all. And like not even at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Th- some reason those were in, in, in continuation. But I, I, I'm with George. I could not stop listening to it. And they truly uh, came back with, I, I, I can't, I can't do the the number of albums what's better or what's not but it's it's up there is one yeah. of the best i mean this album for me uh has been has been kind of a guardian angel for for lack of a better term i just think you said that because it's kind of i got that theme in this I'll, I'll get it, to it later. That, okay like for me i i'd gone through like bouts of depression heartbreak slash get whatever. over it George. Problems, grow yeah. up yeah i know problems you know regular life shit and i mean even times where i've like been tripping too hard on psychedelics and i need something to calm me down i would put radiohead and rainbows on and just everything kind of washed away anxiety like for me to for something to have that kind of power over you and just it'd be all like benevolent thing i never listened to radio to in rainbows and be like uh, well, I'm a piece of shit. Like it, it yeah. always was like warm hug, a, you know, a soft yeah. blanket. This album, I mean, I owe. Uh, if I ha- ever had the chance to tell the guys in Radiohead what this album meant for me, I wouldn't even know how to how to start, where to start. It. Thank you, thank uh, you guys. A, a quote <laughs> from Tom York about what is in Rainbows: "It's a desire to get somewhere you're not." A desire to get somewhere you're not. Yeah. He threw out a lot of Ooh. random things, but it kind of goes where you're yeah. going right there. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I mean, the this just the In Rainbows, it's if any other band did had that name, you know, it's not a very, it's what's the word he used? Daft. It's, yeah. you know, I'm yeah. in rainbows. But, what it, uh, and what is that? I mean, the art, the album artwork is great. Yeah. The, the, I guess, I guess that's part of where the uh, name came from too. They, their artist, Stanley Donwood. Yeah. He, uh, who's been working with them since 94, uh, met Tom York in college. Uh, they became best friends. I, I, something about Tom York said he saw them his first day, and the, and he had a better suit on than him, and he was jealous of a better suit than that. <laughs> and he said, this guy's all right. I like this guy. And he worked on the Benz, and ever since then, he's been the artist. And apparently, he sits in on the sessions and gets his inspiration, art inspiration, by just sitting there, even when they're just demoing stuff and going through mm-hmm. and starts drawing what he hears. And then in Rainbows, you know, he's kind of doing the, uh, I don't know, throwing up the the paint against the, it's that like broken egg I, yolk. I th- yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a egg yolk or like a, a fetus, um, baby fetus, something like that, yeah. splashed in, and then just the, in Rainbows kind of binary looking looking code, and for Radiohead conspiracy theorists, the, uh, the bottom two Radiohead. Um, it's you know five in rainbows or six, what is that six five in rainbows and then radiohead the i and the o make a 10 and the 10 year uh anniversary yeah. i guess of of kid a or sorry of okay computer from am i getting that right mm-hmm. yeah from okay computer to uh in rainbows and if you and another it's not even a conspiracy theory if you listen to in rainbows and kid a interlaced you start with building the, seven will fall again yeah 
<laughs> Bush did 9-11. Uh, um, and they just go beautifully together. Uh, yeah. Obviously, a lot of that is stoner uh, uh, confirmation bias mm. type thing. Yeah. Nonetheless, it doesn't really matter. Um, album artwork, it's beautiful. They've so every every Radiohead album, great artwork. I read a, I read an interview uh, during that time, and they brought up that conspiracy, and they just they laughing their balls off. Like yeah. I, they're like, I love our fans. They're yeah. they're crazy. <laughs> but sure, yeah, yeah, go ahead. And other people have interpreted, it, and we'll get into it later. But there's a a book uh, by Goethe. Goethe, I hope I, I'm probably butchering that, uh, called Faust. And there's a song called Faust Arp. Mm-hmm. And I'll kind of get into that when that song comes up. But it kind of has a following of that. Tom York's denied it. Um, and he's say whatever he wants. Show they, me the documents, Tom. No one wants to say, yeah, I, I wrote it about a specific book. And that's all this album's about is yeah. this fucking book. Yeah. Like, come on, move on. But there's there's definitely some connections there. Yeah, so back to the album cover. Um, you know what? Now that I'm just thinking of it, we're we're in 2016, um, and Kanye West's Life of Pablo just came out, and it looks it's actually got the same kind of yeah. So he's copying in rainbows. I'm gonna I'm oh. gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be brave enough to say that. Yeah, he's copying the look of in rainbows if you if you look at it. So yeah, it, it it's got uh, just kind of you open up the vinyl and it's just got pictures of different colors of this egg yolk kind of look. It's it's pretty cool. Pretty pictures, and I guess in Rainbows also came up during this time too, uh, when they were trying to think of the album names. Um, someone knocked over a candle, and it looked kind of like this, mm-hmm. and they thought of a name. Th- he's had thirty-five different ways of what in Rainbows is. He doesn't really want you to get it, but yeah. Uh, anyways, so they started to uh, work with Nigel again, and Nigel wanted to get them out of their comfort zone, so they went to a not a haunted mansion, but a dilapidated mansion to record. Apparently, there were holes in the walls. I don't know how much this is just myth you know but apparently just really broken down dark um great great reverb i guess for vocals and stuff and they talk about uh, i think it was nude just sounded great when they sang we sang it in there they stayed in little huts outside um but they really just kind of went dirty not the clean studio sound they wanted to get outside of the comfort zone wrote a couple songs things really started moving voila in rainbows came out I, they worked two years on it yeah from 2005 and then released in like october of 08 yeah i think it's right on the release but yeah it's 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 a they, they said uh, they, sorry uh both seven october of 07. yeah and so they said years. they were just done with it they wanted they wanted nothing to do with this yeah. album they spent so much time on it and it shows sometimes you labor too long and it sounds stale sometimes you know you got white stripes who make albums in two weeks and it's mm-hmm. fresh and it's nice so there's there's no right way here but uh they did two years, and it, it um, they might have written their best album. I know people will say, okay, computer, but it is what it is. So they uh, write it uh, with Nigel and um, comes out in 2007. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about kind of the order of the album here um, as we go through. I kind of have, and, and it only has come to my mind i didn't think this before but listening to this kind of religiously the last week as we get ready to do this um, podcast i kind of have a you know i'm gonna i'm gonna give what i think the song is about but kind of have an arc to the whole album of what i feel is going on with the music wise and with tom york um and i'll kind of explain a little more Mm -hmm. but there's something definitely going on here i think i don't think it's a concept album but there's uh definitely a this was track list this was put in this order for a specific reason it oh, has abso- this feel absolutely. to it absolutely absolutely if you yeah if you there's this isn't a jumbled no um 
this isn't a jumbled. Hey, let's put together ten songs. No, and throw it out. And I was, I was, I was feeling that before, and then I read another interview where he kind of was like, "We, we thought this out." Mm-hmm. He didn't say there's a lineage to it, but the track listing is definitely made to be listened to in this order. Uh, maybe everyone says that because they want you to listen to their fucking yeah. album. Well, just like the, just like we said on the Neil Young uh, on the beach episode, is this point of this podcast is to get back to appreciating albums as a whole yeah and with this one it's it's almost like a dj mix yeah. of 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 10 songs not not a dj mix like it's dj music but in the fact where every song flows so flows seamlessly nicely. into yeah. the next one yeah um anything else I mean, and yeah the thing that you know obviously you want to get the history of the band and 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 kind of where they are and i think it's important to to kind of know you know, no band who's just starting off could write this album. You, everything's a reaction, or everything has an equal opposite reaction. A normal lower band couldn't. You have to be. You know, they're reacting to where they are, their status. I feel like too. I feel like every band does that. Mm-hmm. Like they, I don't know. I'm getting too lost in it, but I think this is a reaction to everything that's happened in their past too. Um, but let's. Uh, I think we're ready to dive into it. I don't know if we have anything else. They were originally called On a Friday. On a Friday. I just wanted to throw that. That's one a of the worst band names name. of all time. And then Radiohead being one of the greatest band names of all time. Yeah. And then oh, I, I just found that, out. That inflection. Yeah, you got really excited. They, the band, the greatest band names of all time. And <laughs> apparently Radiohead, the name uh, comes from a Talking Head song mm-hmm. called Radiohead, which Radiohead, apparently was inspired was by um, the guy from Groundhog Day. Ned, F- not Ned Flanders. Ned, uh, Ned. Yost. No. Watch your step. Yeah, you know it's a doozy. Yeah. Uh, Ned. Uh, apparently, he could hear tones in his head, or he had some kind of psychic, auditory hallucinations that he that he had, and he was talking to uh, David Byrne. Mm-hmm. Is that talking to? And you know, he pretty much said, "You have a radio head." In comes and the song. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you're like this band, one of the greatest bands of all time. Yeah, kind of named from my whole. Weird yeah. auditory, I don't know, hallucinations. <laughs> and it's Ned from fucking Groundhog Day. Yeah. It's beautiful. Or Stu from Californication. And if you haven't seen Groundhog Day, wake up and go see that great movie. Uh, one of the like deepest movies, for, and it's a comedy. It doesn't. It's not all dark and like we're trying to be deep here. It's just a fun comedy, but it, there's so many layers there. It's a beautiful thing. Speaking of beautiful layers and beautiful things. Here <laughs> is the <laughs> album. Um, actually, what did I eat for breakfast today? I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, so we're going to start off with uh, 15 Step.
What happened? What happened, George? Uh, what happened is the first line is, how come I end up where I started? Yeah. It's a great way to start an album. Uh-huh. Um, this, I mean, I they start off with a banger. I, I think this song, like, it's, it's not, it, it, it hits. It, it's like, okay, cool. Like, I'm into this one. Yeah. You know, it, it, you don't have to, even if you don't like his singing or whatever, it's like you can't, like, you can dance to this song. Yeah, I think <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. It's not like uh, nude or in one of the slower ones. No, uh, coming out starts with, off starts off good. Coming out Especially aggressive. With that, the, that like uh, synth drums or yeah, it's it's like a stuttering uh, drum beat, and it's actually in five four time. Uh huh. Which uh, is a weird time. Like if just get any group of white people to try to <laughs> dance to this, yeah. including actually I'm a really good dancer. I could probably do it. Uh, but try other people, I get really good music. Tom York. Uh, yeah. Down. So, uh, fifteen steps. So five four. If you're, it's almost like there, there's so many different variations to going at it. But fifteen step is almost like a joke about the song. Like, you know, what's the, what's the dance? You could do the four step, the five. Yeah. Two step. Two, the two step. Yeah. You can do the fifteen step. Mm-hmm. That's what you'd have to do to kind of dance along to the yeah. song. It's really impossible to try to clap along to it, but somehow it's still catchy. Um, I, you know, how? Ca- how come I end up where I started? It's it sounds like a man who's just he's already he's already lost. Th- that's where we're starting with this album, mm-hmm. and and the music's kind of getting that. It's got this frantic, <coughs> what the fuck's going on feel to it. Uh, and 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 th- and you know, I'll just kind of start where I feel like this album goes. It's it's a man. It almost sounds like someone going into madness the first half of this album. So you start frantic, and then you'll have body snatchers where he's. Freaking out, mm-hmm. going crazy, mm-hmm. and then he's almost like he snaps, goes into nude, mm-hmm. goes darker into weird fishes, and then all I need is just, just dark doldrum. So we'll go into that. <coughs> but so yeah, so it sounds like this song has got a really frantic. It's a little anxiety ridden. Absolutely. Well, you know? I mean, just yeah, like you said, the the drum beat. Uh, it, it, it's almost uh, it it being a five four timing, and that's such a Radiohead thing to do. Um, it's just like yeah, that's overcomplicated. Yeah. Not not overcomplicated. Let's make let's radiohead this thing, um, and, and and just use our uh, and a, a, a point uh, a part that we didn't get to. But if you can somehow figure out um, that breakdown to go from yes exactly, uh, or yeah from uh, then a sheer drop going into the last like the the this part like have to yeah. We'll, uh, we'll do it from
keep going? I mean, I can always keep going, but that just that. Yeah, that that the weird breakdown is like a weird like whoop, yip, yip, yip. Mm-hmm. then it kind of just goes into this little. It's almost like again, he's, it's starting to slip. Like things are starting to slip. It was frantic, and then <laughs> it's falling apart. Kind of the drums come back in. He's being frantic again. Uh, that then there's that great bass line. Do 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 do. It's it's really rocking yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. They actually had uh, there's weird kind of like couple chants from children. I thought it was just like a sample. They actually had uh, the Matrix Music School in Oxford, Oxford had children come in and do weird cheers. They were just going to have them do claps, but then they said cheer. And you'll hear a couple like, yeah, yeah. little kids yelling. Uh-huh. Kind of creepy. Don't know what that means, but they have little kids yelling in there. Um, but yeah, that breakdown's great. They, they actually used um, t- uh, Johnny Greenwood, and I'm going to butcher this. If you know what that says... Andes Martinot. I know that's uh, I'm pretty close. So uh-huh. sorry, but it's a uh, it's almost like a it's like a key, it's a keys a, key, a piano keyboard, but you can it's almost like you use it like a slide, and he uses it a lot in this album. It's it goes along with the strings. Is that like sort of a lap steel. Kind of, but for piano. Okay. Yeah, it's a, that's a good way to put it. It's uh-huh. a lap steel for piano, and you heard it in that the little that breakdown we just played. It's in a lot of the record, and it's it's. That I think that's the main sound of in rainbows that besides the strings that give it that extra beauty. Didn't he, I never even heard of this instrument before? And of course, Johnny Greenwood yeah. uh, already knows how to play it really well. <laughs> mm-hmm. You already you already figured out how to do uh, the guitar this master. Get, weird, stop. Leave yeah. it for somebody else. Yeah. And the the guitar tone of the when it kicks in. That was one of my favorite things when I first that perfect. Yeah. Beautiful tone. Um, I mean, just okay, cool. I'm on board, Radiohead. Good, good job. Number one, uh, yeah. first song of the album, pretty cool. Strong start. So, so again, so and just kind of keeping with my little thing. So that that's a little, nice little frantic number. Uh, they have a little breakdown, and and the breakdowns on this, I guess the bridges, whatever you want to call them, are just always kind of beautiful. So, this album ends, and we go into song number two, Body Snatchers. So he just answered the question. He has no idea what he's talking about. So we won't get into that just yet. We'll. Uh, well, if he doesn't know what we're talking about, how the fuck are we supposed to talk about it? Yeah. Um, I mean, so they start off with this anxiety drum song, really weird beat, hard to dance to, and then they come out with an assault. Maybe one of their hardest. Heavy rock songs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would say maybe uh, the end of. Uh, Paranoid Android, the second yeah. half of Paranoid Android, yeah. or uh, you know what this reminds me of? Electioneering. 
yeah the end of it mm-hmm. uh I'll, maybe i'll play it in a little bit but it's got that guitar assault um you know and for Radiohead, it's not like this uh sludgy heavy it's just this uh, frantic is the only mania um uh, york described it as sounding like at the time remember wolf mother the band yeah the guy with the mother. big, the big uh, yeah big, big afro big he said afro. it sounded between like them <laughs> and this band new meets the, uh dodgy hippie rock that's how he described it. Uh, he was in a period of hyperactive mania. And it sounds like it. It yeah. sounds like a man losing his body. And then, uh, you know, going back on my, my little theme here is the, a, a person starting to lose, like, their own kind of sense of who they are, losing their, their physical physical consciousness, uh, kind of being sucked out. Uh, he's, you know, he's becoming, he's no longer in his body. He's almost like watching himself. He no longer knows who he is. He no longer knows what you're talking about. What am I talking mm-hmm. about? I have no um, idea what we're talking about. Yeah, it just sounds like a guy who's, I don't know if it's a, a nervous breakdown or just confusion or, again, going to our you're all going to die thing mm-hmm. that we did on, on the beach. Just uh, he's, he's, it's almost like he's yelling at everyone, like, what are you doing? What's everyone doing here? You know, kind of frantically losing himself. Now, um, going on kind of that losing himself, getting sucked out of his body, he does these weird Right. He starts like mumbling uh, and making like like he's he starts like saying ma 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 like almost like he's getting sucked out of himself. Let's just listen right here. There's that on does Martinet. This is the part when he starts getting sucked out of his body. Here we go. What's really good to hear is to hear Radiohead jamming again. Mm-hmm. This this album brought back a jam feel. Not and again, it's not like Fish Jam. It's Radiohead Jam. It's it's just it's they're back to more rhythm section instead of not so much the electronic kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is their first kind of indication. They and they do they'll do jamming like weird fishes that are just this beautiful mellow j- fishing. But it's almost these are good instrumentals. 
even if you didn't have Tom York on, they just they hold up. It's yeah, just absolutely. Oh, well, if you, uh, I mean, I know you, you, I, you know that I listen to it. There's a album on Spotify. I think it's the Nordpool Nordpool Symphony Orchestra or something like that. Excuse me. And they, uh, it, it's just these cons- these uh, symphonies play Radiohead songs. And obviously, there's no singing over it, and they'll do they'll have something play the uh, melodies. the melodies. But you hear them; it's like, oh, this is a beautiful classical piece. Like, nope, it's a Radiohead song, yeah. um, and that just that just goes with it. And you wouldn't think, and they do they do body snatchers, and you wouldn't think that like, oh, it's just a regular kind of sounding rock song. Absolutely not. Yeah, <laughs> it, uh, uh, orchestra can play it and make it sound like a like a full blown you know, classical. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, so do you have any opinions about any or anything else you want to kind of say about the song? Or just, um, you know, I, I just, uh, I think this is the, for the theme that I'm kind of feeling music-wise, that this is it. This is the breaking point right before we go into just ob- oblivion of uh, nude. Yeah. Um, no, I think this this lyric is, like, the, the lyrics in this one are very, like, are very blatant. Um He's he's not rapping a lot of things in metaphors, just kind of straight up body snatchers. Blink your of, eyes, you know, one, yeah, for one for yes, two, two for no. no. That, and that's what you say. That's what you would say to someone who's unconscious but has like their eyes open, or or, or that they don't have control over the body. They're possessed. Or yeah. blink your eyes. You know, once for yes, two for no. Um, I, again, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I am trapped in this body and I can't get out. Make a sound. Move back home. A pale imitation with the edges sawn off. Like a, a, just despair. a former self of yeah, you used to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, has a light gone out for you? Because the light's gone out for me. It's the 21st century. You fight it like a dog. It's brought me to my knees. They got scared and put me in. All their eyes wrapped around my face. Although everyone else can see, I'm alive. I've seen it coming. Yeah. So, and at the end of the slipping. song, he's kind of, but he is kind of, he's kind of acknowledging that he's seen this yeah happening but he's also coming out of this like like you were like the arc of this thing frantic he's now coming and we'll we'll go into the next one yeah a different person yeah entity whatever he's singing of it breaks it's time for the next next there's a break there yeah Absolutely. Um, yeah, and, and there was one thing because the lights gone off for you, has the light gone off for me? I, apparently, he wasn't going to keep that, and the boys and the band were like, "That's perfect, keep that." And he said, I, I, "Like he, I guess they they don't say too much about his lyrics, but they'll they, they they'll give input, and he, he'll definitely listen if they if they're like, yeah. it's not good oh, enough." That's a great yeah great line. He yeah. thought it was too too on the nose, and they said it's perfect. So. To that frantic song, we go into the lush and uh, ridiculously beautiful nude.
Big Ideas was the original name of this song. And as George was kind of alluding to earlier, uh, this is a song all the way back to OK Computer Error. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was like, oh. Or 97. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, completely different uh, arrangement. I guess it was heavier, different lyrics. Or maybe some of the lyrics are actually the same. I'm, just, I'm not definitely sure about that. Um, but, I mean one of the pretty songs on the album and it we've completely just slipped into this underwater trippy sound that they they kind of keep up for the next couple of, of songs and I, I would argue that this is radiohead's um most sexy seductive song um just maybe house of cards yeah okay i'll make that argument yeah, but we'll, we'll i think nude it. is one of those songs where it's like you i mean dude, you're making children to this song some baby making music yeah, baby making music and radio to head doesn't have a lot of baby making music um this song just is yeah you want to have babies to this but that being said the lyrics are kind of sending a very different story of what uh of what the melody is actually doing yeah i mean don't get any big ideas they're not gonna happen Just let that line let, number one. <laughs> let's just let that that uh, chuckle just last for a second. Yeah, uh-huh. that's uh, this is not the the lyric you go when you want to go work out and feel inspired. No, it, it's it doesn't. No. I don't know what I it uh, to me. It's the on this continuing story. It's a man who's slipped. It's gone, and he's just like I, I nothing matters really. You, you're you're doing all this. You got all these great ideas. You're blabbering to me. It doesn't matter. Mm. It's not gonna happen. It's, but it's. I think it's also. Um, He's talking to himself. He's talking to himself, but in this in this sort of uh, rejuvenation of a, of a person, he and if th- this if the, if we're gonna go by your uh, your story, which arc, we definitely shouldn't um, the whole time. No, yeah, I know, but it, it is this guy I think starting from scratch, and the don't get any big ideas. Uh, it's, they're not gonna happen. Is if this if you're starting off from, if you're starting from scratch to ha- not to have these big lofty goals, but kind of slowly progress forward yeah you know um and then yeah the line uh <clears throat> now that you found it it's gone now that you feel it you don't you've gone off the rails i think that off the rails. is there any more anything more despairing than that than, yeah. the, than those lines right there yeah it's it, with what he's singing and how he's singing it, it it's just and he ugh. didn't he didn't want to uh eventually they were trying different uh ways of doing you know they were singing in different registers or trying to play in different keys he didn't want to sing this high he felt it was too feminine or back when they first wrote this he felt it was he didn't want to show that side to him and now he doesn't give a shit he's a grown man and you sing beautiful you do it you know what's this macho shit we're over this we're we're all we're all uh humans here that are gonna die uh uh so yeah he he came in and i mean that's probably one of his best singing uh songs or as as far as hearing just his his uh high pitch of yeah. a voice and mm-hmm. we cannot forget the string section that john agreement wrote for this it's i mean this song i, I the bass that comes in do, at the beginning dude yep. it's a, like a octave all uh, you know it's just it's just playing the same note but just an octave do, mm-hmm. boo, boo, do, yeah. boo. um beautiful with, trick you have that i mean even the the drum the creepy guitar jazzy jazzy like slow but then the strings comes in and just like just takes over yeah it's it's everything else the strings win win the day for this song i mean even though you could say he's singing but uh 
without those strings, this song yeah. is half the man it used mm-hmm. to be. I'm uh, opening up a beer. Cheers. And the last line of this song is, "You'll go to hell. You'll go to hell for what your dirty mind is thinking." Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't. That kind of to me doesn't fit with the rest of it. Yeah. But it's a great fucking line. But is it one of his big ideas? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, I'm gonna so. take over the world, or mm-hmm. what, what, what's what's going on here? Yeah. And and there's definitely a lot of sex in this album, but dark. I don't know. It's like you know weird. It's not the usual rock star mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. It's it's talking about uh. I don't know. There's a lot of love and relationship, and I think breaking up and affairs and divorce, and I think it's got it all in here. And that that last line is it. Dirty mind is thinking. Is it sex stuff? Is it evil? Just I I, it, I, I you, this if this this guy like you were saying broke. his his thought his thoughts of these big ideas. Yeah, he's gonna go to hell for his big ideas. What, yeah. what his big ideas are it doesn't. I think it's irrelevant. But the fact that he has big ideas, that's what he's going to hell for. Yeah, and and there's also. Uh, the electric guitar in it, it does these little scrapes of like, mm-hmm. it's the tone they get on it. Mm-hmm. It's a little thing in the background. And you can like hear the switching of chords on the guitar. Yeah. The whatever, that's a terrible impression. But you know, when you switch chords, you, your, your finger sliding against yeah. the Yeah, and, and there used the to strings. be a recording technique. Oh, this is paused. Um, to get a, to get, the, get that out? To get those out. And you know, they just kind of kept all that that in there. I said that next song is fine. So we will go on to Weird Fishes, right? You, you good for... Um, yeah. I kind of yeah. like what you said, too. Um, I have another quote, and it's... he did. I don't know if it's specifically about nude, but Tom Tom York saying, don't play up your imagination, boy. Don't become something that you aren't. And there I don't you go. Know. Yeah. Didn't you... Did you say this earlier? Yeah, I felt like you kind of... No, I, I didn't say that. I said something else close that... Uh, Desire to get somewhere you're not. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. You know, he keeps on alluding uh-huh. to this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I, and then that goes back to in rainbows, kind of caught in this moment, like over the rainbow. What does that mean? The guy that's gone over the rainbow, he's crazy. Mm-hmm. You're in the rainbows. You're not, you're not quite there, but you're not quite sane. Yeah. You're not quite crazy, but you're not quite sane. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> I mean, if you've done psychedelics, you've you've been in colors before. You're mm-hmm. you're seeing reality at its most quote real yeah, or whatever. Pure. You, but at the same time, you're in Fogland. Yeah. Well, well. Reality. So, yeah, you got the filters open, but you're also, you can't really uh, associate with the average human being mm-hmm. at that moment. So, and, and if we keep kind of following, and it's not really the th- a theme that I'm going for, but just even the sound of the music keeps, it, it keeps going. So, that that definitely went trippy and kind of oblivionous, oblivionous, if that's a word, but kind of like he, he dived into water, that splash, mm-hmm. phew, now he's sinking down. Yeah. We go into weird fishes. There are fish in the sea, George. Yeah. Um, here we go.
deepest ocean, and now we're getting literal here. Yeah. In the deepest ocean, the bottom <laughs> sea. So, yeah. And how can you not say those lines with that intro? I mean, the, and uh, it's called, the song, the song is called Weird Fishes slash Arpeggi, mm-hmm. which I, it could be short for Arpeggio, which yeah, is. But it does. Yeah. Good, if, if you don't know, or like if you're playing guitar and you play an arpeggio, you're, you're playing the strings down or up. Uh, ding, 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 ding. Uh, and that's exactly what the intro is. But it's two guitars, and they're weaving in and out that gives me that watery feel. It, and it also makes the arpeggiate. It also makes them arpeggiate. Arpeggiate? Yeah, well, they are arpeggiating, yeah. So yeah. they're both arpeggiating, but the way that they blended this together. Yeah. Quite, uh, is it? Is it? Uh, do you know how they recorded it? How they got that? Is it Tom and Johnny, or is it? Um, I didn't see a breakdown of who plays who. I'm guessing it's uh, Ed O'Brien, uh-huh. and I've seen. I think even on the live basement thing, I think it's him and Johnny. Uh, yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. And I just, I, I don't think you can sing and play this. No, it's tough enough to. Uh, obviously, I'm not the greatest guitarist ever, but to to play this. It's clean, yeah. but just even we're not saying yeah. to keep that up. It's it's a thing of beauty. So um, yeah, so it ha- that you've heard the intro, which is you know ni- nice uh, par- pargiate, uh, pargio, arpeggio, arpeggio, Arpeggiated. guitars, uh-huh. and then there's actually another guitar that jumps in even a little later, and it starts even getting more confusion. We'll actually play that in a little bit. It, it's just it, the song. It's almost like getting lost in itself. It it feels like it could fall apart any moment. Uh, it, to me, it sounds like a man falling deep into a hole, it, it, just kind of going more down, 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 sinking down. I, he even says it. Uh, Ed O'Brien does a nice little siren call in the back. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, you don't, I don't know if you hear Ed O'Brien a lot, but, you know, not bad. Not, I thought it was Tom York for a while, but it, it's definitely him. Um, great little driving bass line during the whole time. The tones that Colin Green would always just come in strong with the bass. Uh, oh, oh Colin. yeah, yeah, yeah. Brothers, yeah. Johnny and Colin. Always, uh, always good to have brothers in bands. It seems like it works out pretty, pretty well. I don't know what that is, um, but you know he doesn't. He never overplays. He plays exactly what he's not supposed to, but uh, what what fits the song. And and I mean, I can't imagine being in a band where all five of you guys are motherfuckers, and to try to keep to keep egos in check, to keep uh, roles in check, like in the fact that Radiohead will continue with you know after this album get like more electronic it's like okay well now uh johnny's like oh i don't really want to do guitar anymore i want to learn how to do these yeah. like old analog synths or whatever and and like and, and you know everybody's kind of seems at least you know on the surface on the surface from a distance that oh they're on board with like switching it up and not being oh i'm the guitar player all i do is play the guitar right so um yeah, there's a lot of switching of instruments that they do. You know, yeah. it's it's not like Neil Young where they're like, I don't know how to play this, play it for this song. It's they're all pretty pretty well versed, but they they'll definitely switch it up. And yeah, I don't think John Greenwood could stay at one thing for too long. No, obviously yeah. he's playing the instrument that I don't know how to mm-hmm. to pronounce. say pronounce, but uh, <laughs> he he's just he keeps learning other new instruments and throwing into the uh, the mix here. Um, yeah, maybe we'll play this part of the song that drops out. The drums drop out, and again, always great drums too. He's he's got this uh, Phil Selway just got this jazzy swing to him. Every uh, the anytime I sit down on on some drums, this is the drums I try to Im- imitate. Oh, you're trying to play this? I'm trying to play this. That's why it's always sound like shit. Yeah. Um. Here we go. 
you almost fall asleep? And then they just wake you up with this. And then they go on this little rampage. God, I just want to play this too. And they let Colin Greenwood do his little, his nice, uh, yeah, he does this great little baseline run. And they kind of just go out from there. Um, weird fishes. Uh, he gets eaten by the worms and weird fishes are, are weird fishes just what we are? You know, we're, we've evolved from fishes. Are we just the weird form? Is, is he getting it, attacked you, by humans? Do uh, you think that this is the this is the next step, or for you know, after nude is the beginning is is beginning of life again? No, oh no, and no, huh? it's, it's he's going darker. He's still and falling. You think in, in, in weird fishes he's going darker? And, and there's one more. All I need is yeah. like the bottom. Like he's saying at the bottom. You know, not not that I'm going by the words. I'm going by the yeah. song. No, but I still feel like this is sinking. He's, mm-hmm. he's kind of getting used to this water area, but it's it's getting dark. And then he says, I hit the bottom and escape at the end right here. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I, I'm in my little world here, now, he's still going down. Still going down. Still going down, George. I like the line, uh, I'll fall to the edge of the earth and fall off. Everybody leaves if they get the chance, and this is my chance. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's – I mean, that could be – Sanity that could be, uh, 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 yeah, that could be hopeful new trying, beginnings. Trying to get to sanity, trying to get to comfort or whatever. But he says, "I hit the bottom and escape," at the end. You know, and then you go, you can go back to addicts and haven't hit the bottom before anything <laughs> really changes. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Anything else really for for that song that you? Uh, I I think every transition in this song from verse to pre-chorus or whatever every every single signature change or time or key change or whatever has like a marker on it and if you listen to it through like pay attention to that like the thing we just listened to right there where it mm-hmm. goes where it goes and then and then they start the do 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 they start the jam towards yeah. the end it's like three the different transitions are, are are perfect yeah it's tight um again and the jammy song yeah just jamming mm-hmm you know, it's it's uh, what I mean by jam is it sounds like these songs just came out of jams, not really someone. I mean, I'm sure someone came in with a chord progression, but it's not like a, a song you bring in an acoustic and like, here, guys, I have the song. It could be he could have come in with and they just transitioned it into this. But it sounds like just a groove. Yeah. Throw down that drum Absolutely. beat, that bass comes in and someone whoever thought of that, those guitar lines. Just, yeah, very nice. Um. So if we're going to go with my little theory here, we've hit the bottom now with All I Need. Yeah. This is uh, this is ground zero of uh, darkness. And uh, and I think, think of the word obsession, I think, kind of comes to mind with All I Need. I don't, you know, people think of it as a love song. I've, I've heard, I've seen people like dedicate it as a love song to another one. Yeah, it's to, to me, I, I, I hear more obsession and uh, you will be mine. Here's All I Need.
we got to remember to uh, stop playing the whole song and try to get back. We, <laughs> George and I are very easily manipulated by music sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, um, so this a, song. It's an upper. It's a real upper. It's a rock song. <laughs> I like playing this at parties. Get I the think, crowd I think Tom going. York's ego really got the best of himself uh, in, in this one. I, it, the lyrics are just boastful. And, and and he's like a, almost a rapper in this one. I mean, with lines like "Get over yourself," with like yeah, I'm an animal trapped in your hot car. I'm all the days that you choose to ignore. Uh, I'm a moth who wants to share your light. I'm an insect trying to get out of the night. Come on, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we got it. You got a lot of money. You got ladies. <laughs> you got spinny rim cars. Uh, spinny rim on your whatever. You're a rat. It's it's this. this is yeah does it sound like a man who got out of the hole no, yeah no not yet right no, it's it's the, it not. seems like the water's on top of him crushing him yeah and all he hears is dun, 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 like he's getting washed up um yeah was it all the days yeah okay all the days mm-hmm. that you choose to do yeah this says holidays that didn't seem right uh, I yeah. am holidays that you choose to ignore. I am holidays you choose to ignore. I was like, that's You're Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. Arizona would have skipped it. Arizona would skip it. The song's about Arizona, not celebrating. Celebrating this in Arizona. That he did. Um, yeah. So I mean, this is this is it. This is uh, oh, and there, we'll we'll play the ending here in a little bit. This ending is uh, beautiful. The piano, the piano outro part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's I was gonna. I was gonna ask you to do that. Uh, so you know, it's it's double notes, doom doom, doom doom, doom doom, just kind of over and over again, really spaced out. Uh, I, I, I guess uh, it was four different takes. This song, they they did four di- different parts and they put it all together to mm-hmm. kind of make this song. Um, on this, en- I don't. I guess I don't want to go right to the end now. Uh, yeah, we might as well, because I mean, not that the song is boring, but it's it's that's that's the sound for most of the song, and yeah. then it does this switch right at the mm-hmm. end, um, and it goes into this kind of white noise. Now Greenwood, he wanted to recapture the um, the sound of a band playing loudly in a room when all this chaos kicks up. Uh, he had they were called the Millennia Ensemble come in and play every note of the scale. Uh, blanketing the audio frequencies. And then he had overdubbed uh, violas come into in a drowning synth, the glockenspiel, um, to get the terminal climax, the most carthritic release. And it just sounds, you know, after this is where the rise comes. The the crushing sound of the, the that the synth, that boom, boom, that is the lowest you can probably get before you start peeking yeah. out the, mm-hmm. you know, the it's, bass, yeah. Doo-doo. God, I would love to throw this on at a club just in the middle of <laughs> just, just see what happens. See like the reaction. Ha- if you can hack like I don't know, DJ Fuck You Fuck whatever his set and he's everything's yeah. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here and then doom boom doom doom and just everyone looks off and you just got a middle finger. I would love to do that. That'd be a great prank. Yeah, I I think I'll agree with you that this is this is the bottom. Knowing what's coming up next, it's like okay, he's 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 on his he's on his way up, and yeah, and then so we'll have this. Let's let's play this this white noise terminal climax that uh, Johnny Greenwood, that that weird man, brought in an ensemble to uh, kind of do their um, a day in the life climax the moment, you know. So let's uh, let's see if we can just give it a little listen here. It's it's about a minute long. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh no, wait, that's 210. Let's do uh, 245. There's actually some really cool things during the verses. They do some like weird background sucking noises if you hear it later in some of the third, fourth verses. Um, but let's listen to the outro. Uh, yeah, that's uh, quite the change from the other whole other part of the song. Definitely, it, it sounds like a man rising to heaven, or I, I, I don't know how else to put it. It's just there's a rise there. Um, he, I guess, uh, Tom York saying, It's wrong, it's wrong, it's right, it's wrong, it's wrong, it's all right. Mm-hmm. Is he it, where he's going? Is it wrong? It's what's what's all right, what's wrong? Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of the the end of the this frantic beginning that we have in the first two songs, dipping into this oblivion, and then kind of this trickle down to the bottom, this slow trickle, and it's all just done uh, not like Nine Inch Nails' darkness. It's it's caught in, in rainbows, if you will, mm-hmm. in this in this beauty. Um, yeah, anything else with all I need that you have, Georgie? No, I think we. Uh we knocked, the, knocked everything out on that one. All right. And now this is part two for me of the album. This is uh, whatever just happened there. And I, I don't have a theme and I shouldn't because it's how dare I. But that, that was the end of whatever the hell was going on that first half of the album. I feel like this is a new beginning if you want to talk about new beginnings. And uh, let's listen to it and then we'll discuss kind of what's going on here. This is Faust Arp. Wakey, wakey, George, is the first line. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, everything's gone. It's an acoustic guitar. I think it's the first time we've heard them do that, just an acoustic song since High and Dry or whatever. Just, and even that had drum. Like, when's the last time they broke it down? To have a yeah, you know, 
this is like an uh, just just for their catalog it's it's kind of rare um to me if you take out tom york's uh voice I, you could and you just play this I, I would think it was a nick drake outtake <laughs> it's got the great guitar playing acoustic guitar uh -huh. and it's got the strings to it and that's nick drake right there this this reminds me of nick drake's song um you notice how he just kind of bounces the words and he he just looking at the lyrics how long did that of that song did we play 45 seconds yeah he got through one verse two verse three verses we were like finishing up the fourth verse there yeah and just kind of bounces the you know he goes the uh tingling 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 that's what you feel like the he he's, he's kind of rapping he's jump yeah kind of rapping he's kind of bouncing and jumping around there what you feel um, what you ought to uh what do you think this means all right well the, yeah going to the waking thing someone someone's waking this man up or this person wakey wakey is it his imagination is it his voice is it angels didn't you say something about angels before that i wanted to jump on that Th there's a shift here um is he dead is it is it god waking him up is it uh I don't know. I, 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 well, and, and one thing, and then we'll kind of get to maybe what you think. But th this is going back to Goethe. It's a uh, a novel written uh, in the 1700s, and it was called Faust. Mm -hmm. uh, it's got two parts, two different sections, and one part. Uh, I mean, I don't want to read the whole thing, but um, uh, let's see. The, the, the first part is just he's in heaven. This is the the first part of the song. And Mephistopheles, the reason I wanted to say that name is because that is in videotape. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, the word for the devil, another word mm -hmm. for the devil. Makes a bet with God, saying that he can lure God's favorite human being, Faust. And the name of this song is called Faust Arp, who's striving to learn everything that can be known away from righteous pursuits. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm not going to just read the whole thing, but it, it, if you kind of read more into that book, um, it, it kind of follows this a man on a journey and trying to find God um, and he's making temptations with the devil uh, he gets fucked over by the devil because he fell into his his plot uh, and then there's a part two and it says rich in classical illusion part two the romantic story of the first of the first Foss is forgotten and Faust awakes in a field of fairies to initiate a new cycle of adventures and purpose did that? I mean, if that song didn't sound like waking up in a field of fairies to initiate a new cycle, <laughs> I think the I think Faust Arp and Body Snatchers are kind of the part one and part two. Um, the, the the in uh, in Body Snatchers when he goes uh, full of holes, check for pulse, blink your eyes once for yes, two for no. I imagine like he's in this dream, and in in Body Snatchers it's a nightmare where somebody's somebody's above him saying hey blink you know let me know you're alive kind of thing blink your eyes once we has two for no and, and like, no, in this one it's a nice wakey wakey rise and shine but it's the same it's the same experience but, yeah. but two different outcomes one he's tormented in his and body that he it? can't get out yeah. and in this one it's it's a it's a welcoming it's it's a welcoming more of like a more of like a like a, a dream like a, like a, yeah. a happy dream instead of a nightmare yeah um Definitely sounds like a dream. Two, those two go together, but yeah, I think it's it's, I both in both in both uh, 
scenarios. You, I imagine someone standing above a person who's unconscious or sleeping. And in one of them, the guy, he can't, you know, he can't control himself. He's, he's in his body, can't get out. And in Fostarp, he's... Accepting it? Welcomely, yeah. He's welcomingly, invi- you know, invited into this bliss kind of heaven-type dream scenario. Um, I love you, but enough is enough. Yeah. <laughs> Said that before. <laughs> yeah, in Squeeze the Tubes and Empty Bottles, not sure where that's going. But, again, he's just kind of randomly, maybe he's just getting stuff out of his system. Um, but the, as far as just music for Radiohead catalog, no drums, no bass. Maybe just a little. Um, but just acoustic, great acoustic playing, kind of arpeggio kind of stuff again. Um, and just Johnny Greenwood coming in with this string section I, I just it's their nick drake moment um and yeah his his kind of wakey wakey little rap uh really fits it well they, yeah they, absolutely they nailed it though. i mean like like you were saying it, it nick drake wouldn't sing it like this no, at not all. at all not at all no. but uh, you said without without the uh tom york G- give it. give a nick drake song to tom york and see what he would do with yeah it. and this is what he did with it. yeah um there's a couple lines in there that i that squeeze the tubes and empty like you yeah that's what i was saying where do we go with that the um an elephant that's in the room is tumbling 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 and in duplicate and triplicate and plastic bags and duplicate and triplicate dead from the neck up huh guess i'm stuck (laughs) what yeah (laughs) what is that um it's stream of conscious kind of just babbling Mm -hmm. man waking up i think so uh i mean you could just see like a guy that's this hit rock bottom wake, you wake him up and he's just like squeeze the tubes and empty bottles take a bow take a bow take a bow it's what you feel what you ought to and you're just like alright dude we'll get you help yeah we'll be alright yeah you're not like what does that mean yeah what, what deep meaning do you have to tell me I understand you <laughs> um, uh, so yeah now we're in uh, I wouldn't say Happyville but we're the the dar- the, the crushingness of uh, of that first half has uh been opened up and now we're into and I, I don't think there's like a connection here i just think we've gone into another part of the album that is it's it's almost like when i was reading that part two of the foss book kind of has nothing to do with the first mm-hmm. it's just moved on to new it's almost like new stories and we're going to go into perhaps my favorite section of the album these three I, it's so hard to say because every song is so good but this these next three are, or especially the next two are just are bangers um Anything else, George, for... Fostarp. Fostarp. Nope. Weird name. On to... Arp as is Arpeggio. Arpeggio I could have been... Oh, I think there was Fost's a... Arp. It's like a ar- I, I, I thought they were kind of re- referencing to a harp. Mm. Is the harp playing kind of the background now? But anyways, so remember that Mephistopheles um, from, fo- from the Faust story... Because that, that name comes in on the song Videotape, the last song. Um, yeah, let's go on to Reckoner. Uh, the, actually, this was the last song they wrote. This is the one they kind of figured out last second and threw onto the album. Reckoner.
First thing, percussion. Yeah. And maybe the first uh, uplifting song. Yeah. Upli- like, generally uplifting song on the album. Agreed. Um, apparently, uh, like, three of them are playing um, shakers, mm-hmm. tambourines. Mm-hmm. I, I, for a while, I think it just started off as that kind of jam. Just they jammed just out the beginning, per- and everyone's just jam. percussive. Um, Tom York coming back with the falsetto. And we get some piano in there. Uh, I mean... Yeah, it's it's the probably the most uplifting song on the album. It's got a great groove to it. Uh, dedicated to all human beings. I, I don't know how this. I don't know if this is uh, uh, God singing to him. If if this is the guy. If if I'm following the story, this is a guy who just kind of sees the bigger light and kind of. Not not happiness towards everyone, but just kind of understanding you're not to blame for bittersweet distractor. Mm-hmm. You know, it, everyone goes down wrong paths, and it's okay. That kind of thing. Uh, I think that line, the because uh, we separate like ripples on a blank shore, is kind of alluding to like all right, we're, it's everybody's kind of in this thing together, mm-hmm. but you can deviate when you deviate from from the wave. A wave is supposed to continue, you know, with less and less magnitude the farther away it goes. But to deviate is not something that's you know natural but if you do deviate you know it, ultimately we are like ripples on a blank shore <laughs> george and i mean i didn't i didn't want to hit it right now but since you said it that exact line is something that this is a i, I mean i guess all the hardcore fans knew about it and when you actually look at the vinyl r- lyrics it says ripple on the black shore and then it says in rainbows right after yep. it do you know that he sings in rainbows Says the line, the backup vocals from like Ripples on a Blank Shore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. So let's listen to that part. I did not notice. I I never knew knew that. So uh, this there's a breakdown of this part. He says uh, we're ripples on the shore, on a blank shore, and in the background there's ooing and ahhing. But the last time when he says ripples on the black, right when he starts black, the background says in rainbows. You know, and that's. I, I had no idea. I kind of like it. It, it, it. You think it's Tom York just going, oh. Yeah, I think he's just doing that because he was. He's going yeah. forward. He changes uh-huh. it that one time to In Rainbows, which is the name of the album, so it's kind of cool. Let's listen. No, wait, that was it, maybe. No, because we're separated. This time. <laughs> never knew, never knew that. I mean, for you know, so that's that's the kind of stuff you're looking for when we're doing this. Uh, a lot of people knew that. I did not. Um, threw in the name of the album like a little slicer. Just completely just snuck just it in there, like a little Easter egg. Blissful, 
Um, uh, another thing, the riff on the ding, 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 ding. Apparently, um, Tom York wrote that. And he said it was a John Frusciante influence. The riff was an homage to him. My sort of clunky, can't really uh, pick apart kind of way. Um, yeah, so he just kind of was That's inspired cool. for John Frusciante. I didn't, know, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, this one is, I again, when I it's the uplifting one where you're kind of like, oh, okay. Like, it, it, this this is kind of a, a fresh breath of air or breath of fresh air mm-hmm. coming into this and just like, okay, cool. It's going to be okay. I, I get that vibe from this song. Yeah. Uh, they were interviewing Radiohead about about the songs, and they said, "What are, you know? What are these songs about?" And <laughs> Tom York was like, "Is Reckoner even a word?" And uh, <laughs> and one of the band guys, I think, it was Colin, and said, "Yeah, it is." And they said, "It's an old word from the Bible for Peter at gates of heaven uh, to make the last judgment. Who weighs your good deeds and your bad ones?" Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's kind of who's co- who's yeah. who's who's telling the story in in in, in this song. It, it feels like that. Yeah, I like that. I don't know if Tom York was playing slide, and who knows if it's exactly that, but it feels like a man who's kind of judging the uh, judging you and not letting you know not to be uh, feel bad for your your evil sins, mm-hmm. um, like ripples on a blank shore and rainbows. Yeah, beautiful. Dedicated to all human beings, Tom York, nice guy. Dedicated to all of us. Thanks, guy. Uh, I consider myself a human being. <laughs> uh, greatly honored I will that. take that yes yeah, um, great little jam percussive, the best percussive jam and we go into the house of cards De- uh, obviously it, uh, it's based on the Netflix <laughs> show uh, if you fun fact about this one is Kevin Spacey actually plays the shaker uh, in the background of this song mm-hmm. um, yes knock on wood so this goes out to Kevin Spacey House cards. sexy tune yeah this is another baby making song mm-hmm. uh it, it might be 
yeah, their sexiest uh, straight up lyrics. Uh, Tom York um, just killing it. Uh, is he is he asking someone that to you know obviously leave your husband? Uh, is he wanting an affair? Does he does he want someone that he really loves? Is he just trying to fuck up a bad relationship? It's a dark love song. I think uh, there's a couple lines in here about the throw your keys and throw your keys in the bowl, kiss your husband goodnight. That uh, I remember years ago swinger. reading about this is the swinger party is where you throw your keys in a bowl yeah. and the women get to choose one of the keys of in the bowl and go home with whoever's key that was. Um, I, I that's kind of a that's how what else would that be? Throw yeah. your keys in the bowl, kiss your husband goodnight. And with the, I mean, yeah, I think forget it when you tell them, hey, forget about your house of cards, and 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 I'll I'll do mine, I'll deal mine, I'll deal mine, and I'll do mine. Like he'll get rid of his too. You know, is oh, it? And, is, I'll, and I'll forget. It. Yeah. So it's like, okay, he's he's married, she's married. Yeah. Uh, throw your, you know, Let's knock go. your knock your house of cards down. I'll knock mine down, and and we'll start a romantic relationship. Just fuck, um, something else. I don't know. And, and yeah, and it sounds. I mean, it, it definitely alludes to that. There, I, I can't not see. It, it's almost someone just wants to spark up life that's mm-hmm. become stale, dull, mm-hmm. um, and wants to change. But then you got the denial at the end. And are you? Is it denial that you're thinking this is gonna what's gonna make it good again? Or denial of what you really want? Yeah. Your ears should be burning. Denial, denial. Uh, apparently, when they asked the favorite lyric, uh, Tom York, he said, what's your favorite lyric of the album? He just said denial. <laughs> just denial. Yeah. <laughs> so there's something there. Um, but just uh, overall sound. Uh, I mean, let's just, just that opening. Perfect. Like that slap back that he has on there. Play that, play that, the drums going in. Yeah. There you go. And you know, you spend, I'm just talking as a musician, but just other musicians, you spend all your time just trying to write all these chords or, or sometimes you just, you, you write one chord, you do a little. We'll switch to the uh, the maybe make it minor mm-hmm. from a major. Keep on the same chord, and you got a great song on your hands. Yeah. Obviously, Radiohead does it. If if I try to just attempt this, it would be disgusting. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, just that opening chord and into the drum is. Yeah, I remember distinctly being at Coachella with you. Yeah. And that was a it was a touching moment, George. That whole set was. Yeah, Absolutely. of course. But th- that song was a moment where it was just, yeah. and the whole crowd kind of did that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, everyone just gave an exhale, just y- like, you remember oh, the we're about to, we're about to get into yeah, this. It's getting real. And and I think during that set, it was when it was the coldest Coachella ever on record. And I remember during Radiohead set, people were just kind of over it being cold. And Radiohead is isn't a isn't the best. Uh, get warm. Dance. It isn't yeah isn't a uh, party starter of a band you know um, and then I remember they were playing maybe it was videotape or something and I just the mass exodus of people leaving 
there were just girls were cold and, and yeah. you know everybody it was freezing. comes yeah it was really cold and the, none of the girls and dressed no, appropriately none of the girls dressed they were in their short little yeah, Coach, shorts and skirts a, Coachella's a uh, especially in the hot in the summer it's a not a skank fest I don't mean to make it sound like that but it, it's yeah. it's wore bikinis and and you know, hundred degrees during the day yeah, usually exactly but that was like maybe forties or something like that with the rain and people just started leaving and it was like fine riffraff get out of here yeah I I'm all about. Uh, Especially the main, the main act. The more people that aren't there, the better. Yeah, absolutely. I don't look at it as a well, get riddance, mm-hmm. more room for me. Absolutely. Um, but, I don't know how the performers feel about that, but I think they, a band like Radiohead themselves, understands or doesn't care. Well, you don't, you wouldn't even notice it from there because no. you, you think it's like this mass thing, yeah. but there's still thirty thousand people mm-hmm. watching you. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, just uh, and. I, th- I think that instrument's back, the instrument that I cannot pronounce. I wish I'd learned it before I got onto this. And it's uh, it's creepy. It's kind yeah. of this creepy dark Well, the undertone. way he uses it is it's sweeping and it's long. How how he makes it last. Yeah, so the sustain the, the on sustain that. The sustain on it is, is pretty insane. Yeah. Um, and it, that it's, it comes strong in that denial, denial part. Yeah, it picks up. Yeah. And then that drum beat is like, a, it's almost like water, like lapping up against like a, a buoy or something. Or like ball slapping. Against or ball slapping. You know, Slow like ball slapping. It is a sex song, so. This is, if you're having sex, that's slow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're trying to, you're trying to hold out for your lover. Yeah. Exactly. You're like, I'm not, I'm not getting mine first. I'm going to be nice and passionate with you. her. You're still gonna slap her in the face. Mm-hmm. All right, um, yeah, and and the video of it was really I, I, I like the video a lot for this song. Uh, kind of rainbow visuals of Tom York's face and a town. I'm describing it terribly, but uh, great song. YouTube it, yep, great one. Look it up on YouTube, folks. Um, we're coming to the final two, uh, and, and so you know we've come from the frantic to the underwater to the waking up wakey then we got these two kind of sexy uplift not up and this is an uplifting song but you know what i mean just kind of straight up songs and then but we still have strings we still have a bunch of beautiful stuff going on these last two songs kind of cut that out and now we're bare bones to the not bare bones but there's not much it's kind of back down to mm-hmm. just the band mm-hmm. and i think between um between house of cards and the next one jigsaw uh jigsaw's falling into place it's very, like you said, it's bare bones. It's it, it's blatant. It's the the answers are kind of right in front of you, or the meanings kind of right. right That's in front true, of you. And, and that just reminds me. Uh, Tom York wrote a lot of these lyrics. He went to his favorite pub. I wish I had the name of it, but he would go there and kind of just watch the the nightlife. And definitely Jigsaw is Came from that. yeah. It feels like it the most out of anything, and just watching the the hustle and bustle of young youngsters trying to uh, get laid. Trying to get laid and just trying to figure, like, just getting lost in chaos because w- the day to day could be mundane, and I think you just want to get out and hit it up sometimes, go hard. Uh, so let's do Jigsaw falling in to place.
go. You got a bass and drum song here. Mm-hmm. The the guitars are pulled back. Um, there's no strings. You got the tom ooing, which is beautiful. But uh, y- yeah, it's it's kind of bare bones rock yeah, song. I, even his voice uh, is kind of tired. Or yeah, he's kind of just like like I feel like he's at the club watching on this yeah. and just it's it's almost like it's another kind of stream of stream of consciousness thing. Um, but like the 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 narrative of those first two verses is like you know a person or a guy he's watching a guy and a girl like talking at a bar and and the regular things are happening where you're kind of making these little memories of like oh this is my favorite song this is blah 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 drinks are coming and then the line of like uh, uh, the walls are bending shape so he's like starting to get a little like fucked up got a Cheshire Cheshire crack grin and that's like straight up like he's a, a guy who's getting drunk and he's got a you and know, he thinks some, he's killing it. Yeah, exactly. And he's got something up his sleeve. And the uh, the line, um, this place is on a mission before the night owl, before the animal noises, uh, closed circuit cameras, before you come with us. I think that's like him, some like, Waiting this for guy's her to... going out, getting laid, fucking, and then falling asleep after. <laughs> or, <laughs> okay. Because or... it's like the animal noises is like the, the, the sex. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Closed circuit cameras, I don't know. Maybe kinky recording. Uh, NSA. Uh, or NSA. And then before you come, it's house. It's just like. <sighs> and then before you run away from me, before you lost between the noise, the beat goes around. Now you're back in the club. Uh, yeah, I don't. he's just kind of all over the place. This guy's, I think he's he's kind of, he's, it's caught in that madness of, of a night when you're just out of it and you're, you're, you're catching a girl, a glance from her. You, you, do, you do that, you look over. She's looking at you. You look down. You look away. She's looking at you again. You kind of play that little game. Um, this guy, it, maybe he's thinking this is all going to happen. He's going to get laid, but he's kind of a creepy dude. Or he gets too fucked up and it doesn't work out. Um, or, or, you know, he's just looking back on a moment in his life. I think he kind of liked that it's the chase. I think he kind of likes that. You know, the, the going out and looking for the, the new tale. The song is called Jigsaw Falling Into Place. So I wonder what that has to do with it. The last verse is Jigsaw Fa- It's hard to do without singing. Uh, Jigsaw Falling Into Place. So there is nothing to explain. You eye each other as you pass. She looks back and you look back. Not just once, not just twice. Wish your nightmare away. Wish away your nightmare. You've got the light. You feel it on your back. A light you can feel it on your back. Jigsaw Falling Into Place. I don't know what that and means. It's weird. No. Yeah. Uh, Thomas. Thom York uh, did say when you're part of a group of people who are trying to forget in mass, it is partly desolation, but there's a much darker side. Um, yeah, and then there's just that part where you just you're going out, you know, like you wouldn't go out to these clubs if there was no alcohol served or drugs. You're going to to get weird. Yeah. Um, to get laid. And to get laid to all the above. Mm-hmm. And then mostly if you do one too much, the other ones won't happen. Yeah. Um, for some people. Uh, but it, I think you're watching it, it. It must be weird to go to... Imagine going to a rave sober and just watching it yeah. for the whole night. Mm-hmm. It would be disturbing. I, when I first started going out uh, and I was taking pictures, I would go like not do any drugs. Uh, many times not going to drugs. And that's the first time I saw like people rolling, you know, just telling them, telling them how much they love you and 
It's yeah. disgusting when you're sober. Yeah. It's disgusting when you're sober. Yeah. People's eyes rolling in the back of their head and their jaw yeah. getting all, all weird. And, and I've gone out where I've drunk, where, I, where I've you know not been drinking. I was like, oh, let me take a break tonight, but let me still go out with my friends. Um, and everybody is so annoying when you're drunk. Yeah. When you're sober and, and everybody else is drunk. Um, I, I mean, this song, I think it's like, it's just an... A regular night out, or it's yeah, and it's it's just uh I I, I out of all the songs, it's the you know, well I guess the next one's even less uh, instruments and everything, but this one's just again bare bones. There's not it's not that it's not special, but it's just it's basically drum and bass just pounding away. You got some acoustic guitar in the back. I do. I think this song is kind of like a culmination of like three of the songs on the album. Like it does kind of sound like Weird Fishes. It kind of sounds like Fifteen Step. It kind of sounds like Body Snatchers. Yeah, they've all kind of got the same same thing going on. Same flow to it. Yeah, Uh, yeah. This is is a great song. I don't think it like necessarily fits, or not not that it doesn't fit, but it it, it, it's kind of a it's kind of a wild card in, uh, in the album. Yeah, Jigsaw falling into place. Uh, the second to last song. So, you know, again, it's stripped down. And this is about as stripped down as you can get besides the uh, the drums. This song is called Videotape. Videotape. Very stripped down. We got a man. We got a piano. We got a couple easy chords. And mm-hmm. we got a man that's saying goodbye to his family. I think so. I think the, like you said earlier, the, the Metastophiles. Uh, Metastophiles? Metastophiles. The devil? Uh, is just beneath and he's reaching up to grab me. So there's definitely some uh, <laughs> suicide. Or just he's at the end. When I'm at the pearly gates, this will be on my video. The thing is, if you if you're already at the pearly gates, how's the devil gonna come and get you if you're already at the pearly gates? Well, you're trying to get in, and And motherfuckers trying to grab you, bring you down. Yeah, and this is one is for the good days. I think it's, I think you know this last half of the album is kind of just memories of a man's life, the the swinger party, the going out to raves, and then just the family life of. You know, the, I mean the the last line of this whole album and of this song is because I know today has been the most perfect day I've ever uh-huh. seen. 
is he just looking back kind of over his life and then just found the perfect day and it's with his family or his woman or mm. whatever um and this is my way of saying goodbye because saying goodbye because I couldn't do it face to face you know looking back and kind of regretting I didn't say all the things I wanted to um but uh it was still the the greatest part of my life whoever that was uh it's brutal it's a it's, brutal song it's I, there's a I remember playing the song for my mom and her going wow he who's this guy he sounds very tortured uh, <laughs> you listen to it, it's like yeah absolutely yeah um this video videotape and there's another one that's on Radiohead or in Rainbows 2 um last flowers to the hospital mm-hmm. um are the two I think like the saddest radiohead songs yeah of just like the like purely sad like not i don't know videotape to me is is it sounds like a guy on his not maybe not his deathbed but a guy definitely looking back if he's not already dead he's he's, he's, he's dying yeah yeah and all and yeah and the only other thing they really add instrumentally is Apparently, uh, this song, you know, it's it's the, one of their most simplest songs. Um, besides that drum going off, they originally attended the song to be a fast pulse, <laughs> like a four to the floor thing, and everything was going to be built around us, and they threw a whole bunch of stuff at it. That's a quote from Tom York. Um, so I think they were trying to make it this big grand thing at the end. I think, and I think the drums are going to do that, and then they're going to have a whole bunch of stuff come in. Um, and they it were going that took all of it off yeah and then uh, <laughs> Tom York came back uh, a week later and Greenwood and Nigel stripped it back took everything off and just kind of said we're just gonna keep it bare bones mm-hmm. and uh, and they all agreed that that was the best way to do it not not go all grandiosity and, no. and go just huge and with the and with the whimper I remember yeah. seeing that um, in Arizona when I went to go see them and it was the King of Limbs tour, mm-hmm. and they were doing on the, on the stage setup. They had maybe twenty twenty five screens, it's basically the same setup they had at Coachella, uh, and they played that song. And they had the camera right up against Tom York, like on his face, and he's he's a creepy looking dude. Yeah, he's got the weird uh, eye. He's got the yeah the the wonky eye. He was actually born with that eye shut, um, and they had to cut it and open it up but uh <laughs> i just remember being like what is going on right now well i mean i knew what was going on but definitely the vibe of everybody around was like what is this song yeah this yeah, doesn't he, make any sense he did that before to another song where he, he'd put he'd be on the piano and he would just it almost had that uh bendy F- fish eye look yeah. was that what he's doing yeah yeah he did that earlier and like around this time or even like hail of the thief i forget what the song was one of his piano kind of ballads and did the same thing. It's mm. creeping. He's just looking at you. Yeah. The peering. Yeah. Through the, through the cameras. Yeah. Um, so the end of in rainbows. So start off frantic, get weird trippy vibes, get heavy, open up to a little sunshine, kind of not party music, but picking it up, picking it mm. up. And then, and then bringing it back down, bring it down to a, n- not a whimper, but just, yeah, just fade away. And then mm. with those drums, it's almost like a like a fading fainting heartbeat. Yeah. 
He's dead. Yeah, he's dead now. He's no longer in the rainbows. He's he's left the rainbows. The colors like the colors kind of drown out in those last mm-hmm. songs. They kind of went black and well, white. Even in there, doesn't he? The lyric of uh, red, blue, green, red, blue, green. It's got colors in there. Uh-huh. I mean, that is the I color mean, of video those tape. Are right? the, uh, it's those interesting. The red, blue, and green aren't those the primary colors? No, red, blue, yellow. Never mind. Yeah, I well, red, blue, green is the the colors on the VHS. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But right. still, yeah. he's he's saying colors and yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's nice. And that's nice. Uh, yeah, so end of In Rainbows. Um. If you have it pulled up, um, Last Flowers. Yeah, well, we'll you want to end on that? Yeah, is is one of those songs where this is the most tortured, I think, Tom York ever sounds. Yep. Uh, his voice in this is is haunting. I mean, that that's a word that's kind of get, gets thrown around a lot. You know, yeah. listen to... Kurt Cobain's haunting cover of something by the Beatles. Like that wasn't necessarily haunting. It was he's dead, so that's why you're calling it haunted. Right. But this, but uh, Last Flowers to the Hospital. Um, wait, is it to the hospital or is it Last Flowers? I just thought it was Last Flowers. That's all I've why, ever known. How, why am I adding Last Flowers to the Hospital? Because you're dark and weird. I, I could have swore it was to the hospital. Um, yeah. Uh, in 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 any case, this song is a real downer it's a barn burner it's a it's a it's definitely a barn burner um but it ends it ends actually very beautifully it starts too much too bright too 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 much too exactly and that's one of my favorite lines of all time um and yeah i mean i i say we just go out with with uh let's let's do that so there you go in rainbows uh the seventh album from radiohead out in 2007, and one of our favorites of all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows if we'll keep doing favorite albums. Uh, we might have our friends come on, pick their favorite album. We'll kind of dissect it with them. We um, definitely just wanted ourselves to get a little, ho- get yeah. a, be able to get a hang of it. And, and yeah. you know, hope, hope we, hopefully we get better and, and a little more concise. And Yeah. Probably I'll, I probably said the same words over and over again. It is what it we is. We did keep it under two hours, uh, which is nice. Yep. Uh, but yeah, this was this was fun. It enjoyed doing it. Yep, absolutely. Talking about music's great thing. So remember, everyone, shut up and listen. Sometimes, not all the time. Yeah. And try to listen to the best fucking music in this dimension when you have some time in your busy schedule. Um, last flowers. Hope this will uh, brighten your day. See you guys. Uh, Later. Love you.
If you take me, then you'll get relieved. 